Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Welcome. Well, if you've been following us over the last couple of weeks, you will know that we've just had our Heart for the House miracle offering. And the chances are you are expecting to find out what took place. Well, this year we were trusting God for big numbers. We had established Wellington. That means we renovated the entire building. We put in a lighting system. Yet we still wanted to make a difference in the communities that we were serving. And so we want to continue putting in wells, you know, touching the orphanage and the stand and impacting the pregnancy crisis center. And we didn't know what to expect or what God was going to do. And this year, through the generosity of those that stepped out in faith and planted a seed over and above the normal tithes and offering, we brought in over 1.6 million. Can you believe that? It came in through offering and pledges so that others may live. And I'm humbled by your generosity. I'm humbled by your faith. And you must know, Jen and I are believing for the very best in your life. I know without a shadow of doubt that God rewards those who seek after him. And that's you. That's why you're watching today. So thank you. Thank you for sowing into the offering. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are ever in the Paul or the Wellington area, we would love you to stop by and be part of one of our services. We know that you would enjoy it. Now, if you're ready for today's word, hold up your Bible, say it like you mean it, and it goes like this. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. We've been looking at seeing beyond the natural and living by faith. Living in overflow, beyond our limits. The word of God says this, for we live by faith, not by sight. Living in overflow, beyond the things that confine us and hold us. So today I want to talk to you about speaking faith-filled words because our words have creative power. Did you hear me? Our words have creative power. And if you want to know what you're going to be like five years from now, just listen to what you're saying about yourself. You are prophesying your future because your words are your future. You've got to get that. Your words are your future. Too many people are going around saying, you know, I'll never get well. Oh, I don't think I'll ever get out of debt. Oh, it's flu season. I'll probably get it. This marriage I'm in will just, it will never last. And then they wonder why they don't get good breaks or wonder why they don't see their situation turn around. And last week, we sowed a seed into our future and took a step of faith. But today's challenge is to use that same bold attitude to speak words of life into our future. So many are living in defeat because they are calling in defeat. Calling in defeat with our words. And we can either bless our future or we can curse our future. You know, when you get up in the morning, you may not feel that enthusiastic and, and may be facing some problems and, and, and they look like they're never going to change. But you need to send your words out in the direction you would like your life to go. Instead of complaining, you know, God, this is going to be just another lousy day. You know, I just, I can't stand my job. Oh, my spouse, she never compliments me. You know, uh, there, there's no business work out there for me. And no, no, no. 
Use your words to change your situation. Dare to make a difference in declaring your future. Say things like, this is going to be a great day. I've got favor. God is directing my steps. Whatever I touch will prosper in Jesus' name. Do you know what you've just done? You've just blessed your future. You've called in favor. You've called in the goodness of God. So let me ask you, what have you been calling in? What are you speaking over your family, over your children, your health, over your finances, your business, over this nation, over the miracle offering request that you put in last week? It's not enough to just think it. It's not enough just to believe it. I believe that we give life to our faith when we speak it out. But Mark, I've put my children down on the miracle offering for the last two years, and that hasn't made any difference. You know, they still won't listen to me. I don't believe they're ever going to get back on course. No, that's just calling in more of the same. You need to change what you are saying. You know, on the wall here at church, right where I am right now, we have a sign that says, we live by faith, not by sight. So start speaking faith-filled words. Yes, the fact is right now, your kids may be really rebellious, but when you're with your friends or your family, don't talk about how bad they are and how they're not going to change. No, speak victory over their life. When people ask, oh, how are they doing? Just say, they are blessed. They're kind and respectful and they just don't know it yet. <laughs> Those words, I believe, are also like seeds. It's faith being released. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So when God hears that, we believe he operates on our behalf and he begins to turn the situation around. That's what it says in Romans 4.17. God who quickens the dead and calls things which are not as though they were. We have to call things that are not as if they were, as if they are. That means you may not feel well, but you don't tell everybody around you. Know, everybody you come across, oh, I'm just not well. I'm in pain, but I'm just getting older. I think that's the reason, you know. So I don't think I'll ever get better. No, not for me. No, you're just speaking defeat into your future. Turn it around. Have a report of victory. Say things like, I may not feel 100% right now, but I know God is restoring health to me. I'm believing to be stronger, healthier, younger, and I'm believing my best days are still ahead. Folks, listen to me. I believe this. You're going to get what you call in. Did you hear me? You are getting what you're calling in. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to speak defeat over my life. I believe God is restoring me and I'm getting stronger every single day. I believe that health and healing is flowing through my body. My five kilometer run time is getting better every time I run. And my hair is not going to decrease any more than it has up until now. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, but we need to pay attention to what we're saying. I meet people all the time and most are, oh, I'm tired and I'm run down. Now I get that, I really do. But I don't go around saying I'm so tired to just everyone. But people tell me that all the time. They've said it so much that it's become a reality. 
And so the more we talk about it, the more we are calling it in. Now the chances are, you could wake up in the morning and feel tired and feel lethargic. But instead of complaining, you need to start declaring, today I'm stronger and I'm full of energy. God is renewing my strength. I'm able to do what I need to do. You know, Jen and I have taken a pledge. We will not allow each other to speak defeat over our lives. We want to speak victory. Imagine me getting up you know, and looking at Jen and saying, oh, you don't look so good today at all. In fact, what are those bags on your eyes? You look, you look kind of tired, you know. What's that you're putting on? You know, why do you look like that? What's with your hair? You know, have you put on weight? I definitely would be speaking into my future. I'd be sleeping with the dogs. Listen, we will never overcome the trauma COVID created if we are ever talking about how tired we are, you know, how tired we are going to be. The more you talk about being depressed, the more depressed you will become. The more you talk about being overweight, I believe the more out of shape you will get. Switch over to victory and talk about the way you want to be. When you're looking in the mirror in the morning, say to yourself, man, you're looking good today. Be complimentary to yourself. Most people aren't, really they aren't. You know, they say things like, oh, I don't feel so good today. Oh, look at me, I'm overweight. I'm unattractive. I can't do anything right. Nobody likes me. Stop it. Stop speaking that defeat over your life. You are prophesying what you're going to become. Let's be bold and dare to say things like, I'm looking great. I'm made in the image of Almighty God. I'm strong, I'm blessed, I'm creative. Goodness and mercy are following me today. I'm going to have a productive day. When my boys were growing up, we would not allow them to speak negative words over themselves or each other. Even now, if I'm even slightly negative, they're the first ones to say, no dad, speak positive words. Now, what are you allowing your children to speak over themselves, over their siblings? In fact, what are you speaking over your children? You know, I brought my boys up to understand that we will have what we say. And many times I would say, we don't speak like that. And it had nothing to do with bad language or swearing. No. Teach your kids to be positive in their speech about their future. Why? Your words are your future. You've got to get that in your spirit today. Your words are your future. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So if you're going to the next level and live beyond your limits, you need to say so. If you're going to see you know, the seed that you planted last week come to fruition, you've got to have a spirit and you have to say so. You have to. You've got to say so. If you're going to overcome that addiction that you're facing, you have to say so. If you're going to see your miracle offering request come to pass, you're going to have to say so. If you're going to have a blessed year, get out of debt, you know, if you're going to accomplish your dreams, start saying so. We don't speak it out and then we wonder why nothing happens. No, sis, it doesn't say, let the redeemed of the Lord think so. It doesn't say, let the redeemed of the Lord believe so. No, you have to say so. 
Now, it is important to think right. It's important to believe right. But something supernatural takes place. Something supernatural happens when we speak it out. You don't have to say it to anybody else, you know. You just say it to yourself. You can say it driving to work. You can say it, you know, in the shower. You know, the economy may be low, but I am blessed. It may seem as if there's no work out there, but I will prosper. I've had some setbacks in my life, but I know that God is preparing my comeback. Things haven't gone right up until now, but I'm believing that this year will turn around and it will be my best year yet. I'm believing the favor of God will turn my circumstances around. Or it might just be, you know, I'm lonely right now, but I know this is just the season. God is bringing the perfect person into my life. I will get married. I haven't met them yet, but they are on their way. Man, he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, and he's very rich. Well, I said it because somebody's thinking it. But what I'm saying is, put your faith out there. You are prophesying your future. You know, Jan and I are really speaking and believing for favor over this church and all our lives. Why? There is a correlation between what we say and what God does. You can't be passive and say, well, Mark, I just won't speak anything negative. That's good. And that really is. But, and it's a big but, that's not good enough. If you're going to be believing to see God's best for you, then you have to stay on the offensive and speak victory over your life. If you're not putting your faith vision out there with faith-filled words, it's limiting God. Actually, I believe every day before we leave our house, our home, our apartment, wherever we stay, we should say, you know, God, thank you for your favor. God, thank you for the favor that's on my life. Thank you that you will direct my steps and cause me to be at the right place at the right time. Thank you that your favor brings opportunity and increase into my life. And God, thank you that today I will be blessed so that I can be a blessing to somebody else. You have to declare favor. It says in Psalm 91 verse 2, I will say, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then the very next verse says, surely he will save me. Different verses say, he will rescue me. He will protect me. You've got to notice the connection. I will say and God will do. I say, he does. Do you see that? And this tells me if we are not saying of the Lord, He's not going to do. What are you asking him to do? You know, if you'll find the promises in the Bible and say of the Lord. For instance, it says in 3 John 2, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. You can take the promise and you can say, God, you said you wanted me to be healthy in good health and prosperous. So I'm going to say of the Lord, you are my healer, my provider. You are my way maker. You are my vindicator. You are my victory. And when you start saying of the Lord, he shall do. On the other hand, if you're not saying anything, then I believe you're not releasing your faith. You can read the passage in the reverse. I will not say of the Lord and he will not do. 
And for some of you, I want you to continue your journey of faith that you started last week. But to do that, you need to start speaking victory into your life. You wonder why you're not getting good breaks, why your situation you know, is not turning around. Are you declaring favor by faith every day? Well, Pastor Mark, you don't understand. I would love to do that. But you don't understand. I have a sickness and I just believe in telling it like it is. I'm just doing that, telling it like it is. I'm not telling you to lie or to deny the facts. But you need to get into agreement with God and His Word. God said in Joel 3 verse 10, Let the weak say, I am strong. He didn't say, let the weak talk about their weakness. We are supposed to talk about the way we want to be, not our weaknesses. If God says, as He says in Romans 8 37, we are more than conquerors. I may not feel like it. I may not look like it. But if God says it, I'm going to agree with it. I'm going to say it too. I am more than a conqueror. The Bible is clear. It says we will eat the fruit of our words. And you know what? You may not be where you want to be today. But could it be because of words that were spoken in the past which could still control us today? Our attitude should be, this may be the way it is and was in the past, but this is not the way it's staying. I may feel weak, but I'm declaring, and my words are, I am strong. When you start saying of the Lord that you are healthy, you are whole, you are receiving your healing, you are free, you are blessed, then you will prosper and you will be in in, in health and, and in all the things that I believe God's called you to be. You say to me, Mark, you don't understand. I've been saying it for a long time, but I just don't see anything happening. As I look around, nothing seems to be changing. You know, it's six months since the miracle offering. But the Bible declares this in Hebrews 10. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. It is saying, if we will keep saying the right things, if we will keep speaking victory, speaking health and wholeness, then God is faithful. And the seeds of that, I believe, are seeds that you are sowing. And if you sow faithful words, you will reap. In due season, you will eat the fruit of your words. There was a time when Jesus was walking through a town and he got hungry. He went over to a fig tree you know, to get something to eat, but the tree was bare. It didn't have any fruit on it. So he spoke to the tree and he said, you will not produce fruit anymore. And the people heard what he said. No doubt they thought, that's kind of weird, he's talking to a tree. After he spoke, they went over and looked at it. It didn't look any different. Jesus said it would wither and die. They must have thought, man, he's not so great. It looks just as the same. It, it's identical as before he said it. But what they didn't realize was in the unseen realm, the moment Jesus cursed the tree, something happened. Something happened in the root system. In the root system, life was cut off. It was just a matter of time before what happened on the inside showed up on the outside. When they came back a little later, they saw that the words Jesus spoke had come true. The tree was totally dead. 
And I think it's the same principle for us. When we speak God's word, you know, when his promises come out of our mouth, something in the unseen realm happens. You may not see it for a while. You may not see it for a week. You may not even see it for, I don't know, a year, 10 years. But that doesn't matter because it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And it doesn't help if you sow a seed in faith and then cancel it out with negative words. You start off right. You leave the church full of faith. And then over time, you don't see anything happening on your timetable and you become discouraged. Listen to me. You cannot speak defeat and expect to have victory. You can't speak and talk sickness and expect to have health or talk lack and poverty and expect to live an abundant life. That's why that verse said, hold fast the profession of your faith. You have to be determined that you are going to put a guard over your mouth and your words. What you're believing for needs to be a proclamation of faith and not just a thought. It says in Zechariah 10 verse 1, Ask the Lord for rain when it's time for the spring rain. Rain in the word of God represents God's favor. And this is saying, ask for rain even though it's raining. What does that mean? If it's raining and it's the raining season, then why do we need to ask for it? And God is saying, just because my favor is available doesn't mean you don't ask if you want to receive it, ask for it. Right now, God is showering down favor, blessings, healing, promotions, good idea. It's raining the goodness of God and the mercy of God. Here's the key. If you don't get your words going in the right direction and start calling favor in, the chances are you won't experience it. I believe nothing happens unless we speak. Proverbs 18:21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Sometimes, I believe we are our own worst enemies. Someone said, the devil doesn't have to defeat us. We defeat ourselves. Don't let that be you. When you speak out and declare God's promises in faith, then you are in agreement with his word. When you speak defeat, you are in agreement with the enemy. And I believe that declaring God's word brings God on the scene. Agreeing with the enemy brings the enemy on the scene. And as we go through our day, even now while I'm speaking, there are two voices that compete for our attention. The voice of faith and the voice of defeat. You'll hear a voice that's saying to you right now, what does Mark know? You know, this is your lot in life. You don't have what it takes. You can never ever step out in faith. You could never reach your limits. But stop and listen carefully because if you do, you will hear another voice saying, you are well able. You can do all things through Christ. Your best days are still ahead. Now you get to choose which voice comes to life. You choose. The Bible says, whose report are you going to believe? The report of victory or the report of defeat? There is a battle taking place and the battle is taking place in your mind. You can go to church and praise God and then you walk out the door and you are going to be intimidated and tempted by how bad things are. You have to dig your heels in and say, no, I'm not going to give life to that defeat. I am going to believe the report of the Lord which says, I am blessed. I am a victor, never a victim. You know, you may say, Mark, I've got some severe trials. 
I've got big problems. And to be honest, I cannot see them working out. Let me give you a key. As Jan said, don't talk about your problems. Talk to your problems. Just as Jesus cursed the fig tree, I get up in the morning and I curse the cancer that is in my body. I curse it in Jesus' name. And the same for you. You have to speak to those mountains. Declare favor over your situation. Too often we talk to God about how big our problems are. You know, when we should be talking to our problems about how big our God is. In the Bible, there's a man called Zerubbabel. He was in charge of, that's a name, eh? Zerubbabel. He was in charge of rebuilding the temple. But it looked impossible. Everything was coming against him. And he said in Zechariah 4, Who are you, a great mountain that stands against me? You shall become a plain, a mere molehill, and I will finish the temple by shouting, Grace, grace to it. Notice this verse is saying, A mountain will be turned into a molehill. How? By speaking grace to it. Another word for grace is favor. We have a man who went around talking to his mountain saying, I have the favor of God. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I will fulfill my destiny. Don't you love the way it starts? Who are you, O great mountain? He was saying, you can't defeat me. Don't you know who I am? I have an advantage. Goodness and mercy are following me and I have the favor of God. When he looked at his mountain, he didn't get all down and discouraged. No, he knew this is not permanent. He understood the principle that I'm speaking about right now. So he could speak favor to his mountain. And God promised that they would become mere molehills. In the same way, when you face challenges, don't start talking defeat. If your miracle offering is taking some time to come, don't start complaining. Dare to do as Zerubbabel did and start declaring the favor of God. No matter what circumstances you are facing, no matter what you are, you know, um, trusting for that you put on your prayer request form, start speaking favor over it. Perhaps the situation you are in is very difficult. Start speaking to that mountain. I want to challenge you. Stand firm. Keep seeing your future through the eyes of faith. Keep believing for it. Keep declaring God's promises over it. And God will turn your mountains into molehills. It's interesting, you know, that when Moses was leading the people of Israel through the wilderness and they needed water, God told him to strike the rock. And when he did, water flowed out of it. Sometime later, they needed water again. This time, God told him to speak to the rock. Do you know what Moses did? He went back to doing the old way, doing the old thing that he understood. And he struck the rock again and again and again. And eventually water did come out. But a lot more effort was needed and God was unimpressed. We can do the same thing trying to solve our problems. Because what we do is we try to solve them in our own strength, with our own intellect. We try and fix that child, try to correct that thing at work. And we get so frustrated. And God is saying to you, you don't have to strike the rock anymore. My son came so you could live a blessed life. 
Just speak to the rock. Just declare favor over your situation. Get up and in the morning, you know, declare the word of God. Declare that you are blessed. You know, if you confess God's promises on a daily basis in your life, circumstances will change. Favor will manifest over and in your life. Don't try to live Sunday to Sunday. No. Have a time alone with God every day. And when you do, speak out God's promises over you. The Bible is full of them. Listen, learn some of them. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper today. What is meant for my harm, God is going to use for my advantage. Start reading and believing and speaking the word of God. The devil will hate you for it. I'm telling you now, why? Truthfully, he's got so many of you living contained lives. Some of you have obstacles that have held you back for years and years. But your words now clear a path. You will see family difficulties that you believe were permanent turn around. He's going to take away wrong people and bring the right people into your life. That situation at work, God's going to cause a turnaround and give you wisdom and favor. So start to call things that are not as if they already are. That's Bible. I believe that God's word coming out of your mouth is one of the most powerful things that you could ever, ever do. And so I want to encourage you, join a life group, youth group, men's group, you know, where others can also speak favor over you. Remember, it's not enough to just think it. It's not enough to just say, oh, I, oh, I believe it. No, keep your faith alive by speaking it out. And if you get God's word into you and then get into the habit of declaring it, speaking faithful words, I believe you will see negative situations turn around. Your mountains will turn into molehills. God will fight your battles for you and you will overcome obstacles and defeat every enemy. The dreams and promises that God has put into your heart that you wrote on your miracle form, I believe, will come to pass. Start speaking favor into your future because your words are your future. Let's pray together. You know, right now, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. And the Bible is so clear, it says in Romans, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Man, that's a powerful scripture. And if that's you, and you know you need to make right with God, then just pray this simple prayer right now after me. It goes like this. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I'll make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so glad you made that decision. Listen to me. If you've just prayed that very simple prayer, we believe you've just been born again. I want to challenge you to keep God first place in your life and he will do incredible things in your future. To the rest of you out there, until we meet again, don't forget to share hope, show kindness, and let's all of us shine Jesus.